And we're back with episode three of the BNS Awesome Podcast. I'm Bob. And I'm Scott. We made it to episode three. Today we're going to make good on our promise to do a review of the Street Fighter movie. And Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter's Assassin Fist. It was a rough day. <laughs> and unlike every other time we've done this, we were actually sitting in the room watching it and playing it before we did this. It's been a long day. Oh yeah. So... What do we want to talk about first? I think we should go in the order we did it. Movie, game, and show. Okay. I'll let you start the movie conversation because my movie conversation is going to be a lot different than yours. I think it's the best movie ever. It gets everything wrong. and (laughs) Everything in this movie is as wrong as it possibly could be. It should free any fan of Street Fighter, but it's the best movie ever ever okay i say that somewhat legitimately somewhat in farce but for what it is some people do enjoy the movie if you can shut off your brain and enjoy it all the power to you i was not able to shut off my brain there was some major flaws oh you keep going keep going bob this is your your golden time to shine this movie up before Um, i tear it apart (laughs) we'll be back and forth on this one so uh yeah, it stars John Claude Van Damme as, where is he from, Scott? He's an uh, American He's an from American Brussels. from Brussels, yes. <laughs> you know, because that's a thing. <laughs> I, yeah, I have to wonder about making a Street Fighter movie that centers on Guile instead of, you know, Ken and Ryu. <laughs> or, we, we will mention one other movie just at the end, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave you guess to which it is. Yeah. Who else does it star there, Bob? It stars a man called, what's his name? Raul Julian. <laughs> he died for this movie. Oh, God, I feel so bad for his loved ones. I believe, as it was said, I can't confirm this, but I have read on the internet that he, he did it for his kids and, you know, because they would enjoy the movie. And I've, I feel that he has... Yeah, it's not his best role. No one's going to lie about that. Yes, he hammed it up, and I think that's what he was going for, and he was. everyone knows he was ill while doing it. But he was Gomez, though. That is an iconic character, and he did so good. And I did, even if my family wanted me to do this movie, I would have... He made some people happy while, while doing it. That's the best that can be said about it. I, I enjoy his acting because he hams it up, but as, like, you know, like you say... It, it was a... The shitty thing was he didn't even get to see the end result of it, I believe. It came out in December and he passed away in October. So maybe he saw it as a different vision. Like, it, maybe like it, it looked way better to him than the end result. Because, oh, the, it's... Oh, keep going, Bob. All I can say, the, the plot of the movie is uh, Bison's a warlord... Sagat's an arms dealer, and a ragtag bunch of AN forces have to stop him to rescue some... What does AN stand for again? Allied Nations. Allied Nations, yes. (laughs) Yeah, they... And Ryu and Ken are arms dealers that actually deal in Nerf. And Sagat has Nerf guns? Or wait, tennis ball guns? Foam foam balls and other Some sort of ball. Substance. And, uh... 
yeah, Chun-Li and everybody else's secret newscast reporters who are actually ninjas. Yeah, like, okay, so I'm going to go through who's in the movie. There's Cammy. There's... Cammy is a British intelligence Brit- officer. Yeah, British so. intelligence. Uh, there's Nighthawk, or... I can't remember his name, but it's the native yeah, guy. He's in there. Um, there's Guile. The Guile was in this movie. <laughs> hey, she was from America, but Brussels. Yeah. Uh, Cami, E Honda, which is Samoan. Bishop. Bishop. Sagat. Uh, Sagat Vega. Um. Zangief. Zangief. Blanca. Blanca. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, I'm coming for you. Oh. <laughs> uh, Charlie, hang in there. He he at least has he at least kind of shows off his stuff. Um Delcim's in it, but he doesn't do anything. He's just magically bald towards the end for some reason with no shirt on. But he's got his got his chain and his yeah. bracelets. They, they go to such extents to like put them in their uniforms. Like there's parts where Cammy and I want to say Night Wolf or whatever the guy's name is, but they go from one scene to the next scene and they have different clothes on. Well, they're just, they're just, and then they go from that stripping. scene to another down. scene and then they have different clothes on. And, and then they go from that scene and he's got a headband on. He's like, oh, where'd you get the headband? Oh, it's part of my tribe. And you're like, wow. Sorry. Uh, I just... Yeah, it was a little hackneyed to get them in their kind of game costumes, but whatever. It happens. It really, I fucking loved this movie when I was a kid. This was like 10 out of 10, like no wrongs with this movie. And I go back and I watch it and what a hot mess of dog. I don't even know. Just something. It's a hot mess. Keep... I took I took his glasses off. They were rose colored. He said he couldn't see the movie. <laughs> oh. So it's, yeah, it starts out with, uh, Ken and Ryu selling arms. No. To Sagat. To, yeah, to Sagat. That and happens then, a little after, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's just, it's really corny. Like, now that I look back on it, and they're like, there's some parts where it's like, we're going to go into stealth mode in our stealth boat. ship <laughs> boat. Yeah. And they, like, put on helmets and put down the helmets <laughs> for no fucking reason. Like, was there a reason for the helmets down Do you that you understood? I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm, I'm ambitioning your rev- review. It oh, Keep going, sorry. Yeah, so... Uh, Saget rhymes with a certain word, and uh, there's a couple double entendres, and we were watching, there's a masturbation gay prison panic joke, which is interesting. He says, hey man, give me a hand. He's like, we've only been in prison for two hours. Ask again in a month. Yeah, that was between Ehan <laughs> and Bishop. But the E Honda, like, I don't know why they made him Samoan. E Honda was a fucking sumo wrestler, right? It's called adaptation, Scotty, and everybody does it. It's twenty seven. When was this movie made? Nineteen ninety four. Okay, Where, where's your yeah? Come come at me, bro. <laughs> I told him that if he was gonna make a couple jokes, I'd beat him with a flensing rod. So, <laughs> oh, keep going on your review, cause. I I, I I liked the music sometimes. The music was pretty fun. I, I didn't mind that. Like, sorry, I'm hijacking yeah, yeah, it again. Scott, <laughs> Scott had a lot of problems with the set and all these other issues, even though it's made in 1994. 
a lot of rewinding and be like, look at that, look at that, 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 that that's fake, look at that extra. It took us like four hours to get to the movie. Oh, the bars. There's this part where the bars are clearly plastic bars. The guy grabs the bar and it like flexes like all the way in and touches the other bar and then he lets it's, go. It's like an inch deflection. It doesn't go all the way. <laughs> but you can see which ones are plastic. <laughs> they were like, oh shit, we ran out of stuff here. Put in the plastic ones, Greg. How, how did you know his name was Greg? <laughs> Were you there? I would assume so. I I ah. 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 So yeah, um I have good things to say about this movie. Scott has bad things, but I'm gonna let him talk about his issues. I'll just say for what it is, it made some people laugh. It's not really faithful to the origin source. But uh I give it a three out of five ghosts i'll be generous to it because cult classic some people like it but as an actual good entertaining movie that i watch over and over and over i can watch it like maybe once every three years that's fine nine years yeah i watch it like it's on my queue i watch it quite a bit okay okay so let's get into my review so i haven't seen this movie in probably 10 years but I do remember it when I was younger. Oh, this movie was like every sort of awesome that it could be. It started out and it had Jean-Claude Van Damme, who was like the biggest action star for the time, right? Like who was bigger than him? Um, 94, Chuck Norris was kind of fading out slowly. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Schwarzenegger was probably... Um, so also the another thing, the guy that directed this movie is also the director of Judge Dredd. What else was there? I don't know. He did some of the writing. I'm not sure if he did the directing, but it was uh, Die Hard 2, I think. Yeah, Die Hard 2 Commando, which is pretty fucking awesome, too. So you get the sense that this guy's movies are all, like, really over the top. Like, Commando, that was really fucking over the top. Where he takes out the saw blades and throws them at people. A personal favorite part. You know, just talking about personal favorite parts when... Uh... Jean-Claude Van Damme standing there with a knife against all the oh, bison's forces. Oh, that's forces. so good. <laughs> and they all start backing up, and he's like, ha-ha. He's like, yeah, I got this. I am from Brussels. I am from, Br- I mean America. Brussels, Brussels, California. Yeah. So I had, it's a lot of nostalgia bringing, like, coming back to it because I haven't seen it in so long. But this movie does not hold up for me. Not at all. I saw so much stuff that I just shook my head at. And I went, oh my god. It's a hot pile of shit. Like they have things that are just ridiculous. Um, like I said, I feel bad about the guy that played Bison. Or, yeah, and Bison. I don't think he would have been happy that that was his last movie. I understand he did it for his family and stuff, but... Ooh, Ugh, my family wouldn't even want me to do that. I, I, I can't justify him playing that role as a last movie. Like, he was sick during the filming of it and stuff. Oh, it's, it's rough. Like, maybe they should have sent him a cut before it went out, and he could have had the choice to opt out of the movie getting released. Ooh, so. There was some, like, really hilarious parts in it, though, that I had forgotten about. Zhang Yif is 
fucking beautiful in every scene that look on his face yeah he uh <laughs> another interesting fact zangief is also the guy is in uh, texas chainsaw massacres he plays leatherface which i didn't know but uh yeah he has the same face and he's got the sideways thumbs up and stuff i i i liked him a lot in it they just oh it was really rough for me <laughs> if if it... i had to review this like on like out of our ghost system i don't even know if i could give it a ghost he's 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 giving it a negative nolan a negative <laughs> nolan yeah uh maybe i get gi- i'll give it a one i don't think i'll ever watch this movie again it is i just saw so much stuff like there's a part where he has they just throw like subtle references like the capcom reference when they throw chung lee into the barrel or like the video game controller the video the game controller with the mines he's just like haha i'm gonna press all the buttons and everybody's gonna explode and you're just like are you fucking serious it's and then the gravity boots the, oh <laughs> there's another part where a guy falls off of a ledge and you can literally see the string that's attached to him as he falls and he just sits there for a second on the string and you go holy shit there was fun parts i made a fun of a lot of stuff in this movie while we were watching it yeah, you wouldn't put in two words as wise you couldn't hear gone claude van damme say anything because scott was like oh my god <laughs> brussels brussels the muscles yeah his, his nickname is the muscles from brussels come on <laughs> come on <sighs> okay but before we move on is it a worse adaptation than the last thing we're going to talk about is it a worse? Are you talking about the second thing we're talking about? I'm talking about the last thing we're going to talk about, which we didn't watch, but we've been talking to each other a little bit. I'm going to put my hand over the mic for a second. Oh, <laughs> it. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it at least one star better than that. Other one we're going to talk about at the end. Well, towards the end. So, I guess a a two. Then I'll give it a two. So it gets two and a half ghosts by average. That's it's fifty percent. I guess that's still rough. I I would never let my children watch this. <laughs> Their brains would melt from stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say I want to move to Brussels. <laughs> oh Dan, I want to be like John Claude Van Damme. Where in America does he live? <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, I I was not a big fan of this. Now, I'll say. Like, when I was a kid, fucking five out of five. Bang on, man. This movie was hit all the right notes for a like, 10-year-old boy growing up in the 90s. Like, I remember my stepdad going and renting it because we had played the Super Nintendo version. And he was like, oh, yeah, you guys play this game, don't you? And we were just like, Yes! So, 10-year-old me gives it a 10 out of 10. 30-year-old me, 20 years later, gives this a hot 2. <laughs> a really wet hot 2. Alrighty, so that's our review of Street Fighter the Movie 1994. Now, hot off the heels, we're going to review a game that's like 9 years old. And people still play it as we found out. We're going to talk about... Street Fighter 4 for 360. 
It's even hotter garbage than the movie. <laughs> I quite enjoy most Street Fighter games. I enjoy playing Street Fighter 4, just when we're playing against each other. Yeah, the, it, I had a lot of fun playing, like, just against each other. Um, I love Chun-Li, Chun-Li all the time, every time, only character I can ever Honda. play. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah, just spam one button. Uh, that doesn't work. But so any, well. anyhow, we, uh. It's been a while, and I'd totally forgotten about the forced matchmaking. So we were going through arcade mode, and then uh, we got about seven stages in, and it started matching us against random kids. Two, two. Don't, 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 don't assume there's a lot of people playing this game. Two people were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we know who you are. We looked at your gamer decks. <laughs> that's right. I was gonna send you a terrible message, telling you get the fuck off this game because what the fuck are you doing playing this? Such a terrible old game. We're trying to get through arcade mode, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, like I, like you said, like the arcade mode, or not arcade mode, the co-op mode, me against you, what a blast. Hey, like we were screaming and yelling at each other. Yep, I, it's pretty even. You know, it's a game where you can button mash or do combos or yeah. mix it up and do the two. <laughs> I haven't played a Street Fighter game in since 2? Maybe? It, I have not touched a Street Fighter game in forever. Like, you're you're telling me about people I had no idea about. Dan? I did no idea about Dan. He, he calls himself a nerd. I'm right, sorry. Right now he's wearing a muscle shirt. This guy is ripped and all he ever does is exercise and hunt and chug beer. <laughs> <laughs> chug beer and fuck. That's what I do. It's true. Like, uh, I, like I said, I'm three foot seven and this is what he does. <laughs> So, like, we played the game. I don't know if we played it enough to get, like, a really good impression of it. Well, it's it's Street Fighter. Yeah, it, it's a your regular fighting game. It's your, it's literally your meta. It's the gold standard. But then again, like, now that they have uh, uh, Injustice, I believe Injustice is the new gold standard. He hasn't been to Japan. <laughs> I have not been to Japan. Sorry, Japan. I don't know. Can you? I know. I know. We have we have several Japanese listeners listening to our horrible English, <laughs> trying to pick up our speaking skills, even though we can barely speak a language we've been speaking our whole life. Yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, so there were, like I said, there were things that I really enjoyed. Uh, it was fun that we got we like we played against each other. I haven't had that experience in a while. Uh, last time I think was with my brother playing one of the UFC games, like UFC two thousand nine or something. I imagine I'm also more sweating and rolling and oiled up men. Just <laughs> I don't know. There's to, a lot of oiled up people. Down. <laughs> what do you think about Rufus? <laughs> oh, Rufus is the best character I've ever seen. His titties jiggle and his belly jiggles. And he's got he, that horrible uh, trail. <laughs> Oh, his, his treasure his trail. <laughs> you know exactly what he he's all business business in the front party downstairs. <laughs> yeah, so uh the new characters are never as beloved as the old characters it seems from at least looking online. Yeah, there were I I like I remember a lot more characters. Like Cammy wasn't in there. Well, that's I, I, we we just reloaded it. Yeah, that's true. Thing. There's like eight other characters we hadn't unlocked. But still, if there's only eight other characters, that doesn't seem like a very vast roster. Nah, like, that's... even from the first one. 
lots, I guess people do get cut out eventually. Yeah, that's true. Um, there was, where else was there that we had a lot of fun with? It was, yeah, the, the automatic matchmaking was really stupid. Yeah, you just about got a guy down to get to the next stage and, oh, a new player has entered. Yeah, and you go, oh my god, so I'm just going to back out and then not play this. And, no, it restarts the whole freaking match for you again. So you get, like, halfway through again, and a new player is entered. And you go, are you fucking serious? And that's when I literally, after, like, the sixth or seventh time, I had enough. I was like, no, I'm done playing this game. I'm not playing it anymore. (laughs) That was the end of our review after the forced matchmaking let us not get through Rufus, because we had to battle him, like you said, seven times with seven interruptions. So how would you unlock your characters, then? We would probably have to play the game more and more interruptions. Or like turn off your online, I guess. But that, uh, they just need to make that an option. So if I had to review this, put a star system, a ghost system on this, I wouldn't, I would give it a half a ghost because of the match automatic matchmaking. I'd give it one ghost, but I did like the animated intros because, you know, weeb, weeb. Yeah, no, it it pissed me off, though, when we're trying to actually do something in the game, and the game itself forces you out of the game. What the fuck were you thinking, Japan? (laughs) Capcom. Capcom. Podcast. I got got, got a Capcom shirt. It's one of my prized shirts, so uh, if Capcom's listening, I could use another Capcom shirt. Just uh, text Scotty and send me a shirt. That's BNS Awesome (laughs) Podcast on Twitter. Or, or I'll, I'll buy another one. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it... Yeah. This game should be good. Like, maybe we're just not... We haven't played it enough or whatever. Yeah, we played it for about three hours. I, I played it back when it came out, but it's just been sitting there. I was looking to see if I had five, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've heard five is kind of a hot mess also. There was stuff that should have been added that never was. They fucked around and fucked around trying to get a story mode out for it never did it's just speaking of capcom and hot messes i haven't checked yet but you should get that dlc for resident evil 7 out that would be awesome just a little hint wink wink but back to our reviews yes so that's what i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a half of a ghost and i'll give it one ghost so it gets 0.75 out of five ghosts in other words, don't play a game that's nine years old. <laughs> or if you're going to play it, just bring your friends over. If I, if we just had to go player versus player and do that, I'd be like, yeah, three to five, four to five, maybe. Yeah, but like to progress in the game now, it's just, it'd be, and if there's only fucking five people playing, they're only going to matchmake with you. <laughs> like you literally cannot keep, I'm so over this game. Alrighty, so that's our review for Street Fighter 4. I liked issues with it, but uh, yeah. Alright. So, we're going to move on to... This is a series. A series or movie, depending how you watch it. It was made by fans, and I quite enjoyed the adaptation. It's one of my favorite adaptations. Scotty, we kind of ran out of time, so we've watched kind of an abridged version of it, but he's watched most of it so we're going to talk about street fighter assassin's fist i really enjoyed it uh there was it's a 
kind of like the beginning story of Ken and Ryu. Uh, they and Goki and Gokin. Yes, and Goki and Gokin. Ken, and there's a reference to Dan, uh, Akimo. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Dan Hibiki. Hibiki. There we go. So greatest martial artist martyr ever. <laughs> So it starts off with like their whole backstory and learn the Haruken. The Haruken and then there's the Sharuken. Sharuken and there's one more, it's the kick one. So they go through that and they learn how to do that while facing hardships and then Flashbacks. Flashbacks. And flash forwards. Flash forwards. Then they go to a military base and get in a fight at a bar. And then the old foreigner who keeps making fun of them. The the fight in the bar was... They literally showed him kick the guy twice and that was the whole fight. I figured they could have done a little better on their fight scenes. They they showed all the fights that were important. This whole movie is about Ken and Ryu. This is 900% better than Street Fighter, the movie. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> there there's a lot there's a lot of really cool stuff in this like my dad watched this with me because he was like oh, 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 and he watched it and he actually liked it like i say like the effects you can tell like it's it's not a high budget film but the film quality itself is amazing the lighting the composition the, i enjoyed the fight scenes like there's skill behind it oh they did a really well like uh well done job like, they, this, like this, this was a labor of love, I would say, for the creators. It's it. Re, it reminds me. Have you seen the? Um. Oh, there's another. Tr- they as a fan made thing for the Power Rangers. Have you seen that? No. I believe the guy. He ended up making a movie afterwards. I sorry, I don't have my information here. Oh my god, we're not prepared. This is like the first time this has ever happened. Yes. If you haven't heard any other podcast we've ever done. <laughs> yes, because, yes, we're always prepared. Uh, so, it reminded me of that. Like, it's a, it's a love... Labor of love? Yes, a labor of love. And they, the people that made this obviously... Are fans were, and get, try yeah. to get the details proper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Ken's hair was a little ridiculous in this. It is super long. And then he's like, that's it. I'm cutting it. Like, 20 minutes to go. And you're like, why the fuck didn't he do that from the very beginning? It's because he finishes training, kind of. <laughs> the other thing that I kind of wanted to bitch about was that they jump from English to Japanese, like, just randomly. Like, I would have much rather watched either full Japanese or full English. But then they cross it and talk to each other. So I'm reading subtitles and then trying to listen. I, just, I have no problem with this. I've, I know you. I, I've been places, seen things. Scotty's my innocent jock who's, yes. <laughs> innocent jock. I don't know about that. Yeah. You they, must remember, Scotty, I'm only three foot seven. Yeah, you are like a <laughs> hockey puck on the ice. <laughs> I am the puck. <laughs> da, la, la. So I really enjoyed the movie. There was, uh, like we said, we didn't have two and a half hours to actually sit and watch the whole thing. But I got a, I've watched it two times before this. Yeah. I got a really good rundown of what happened. Uh, Bob was able to, like, knew the parts that would be mean the most to me. So I got the gist of what was going on. I think we watched about an hour, actually, of the movie. And yeah, then, it was over. It was probably about an hour and a half. 
Yeah, so we skipped about an hour. And a half. And a half, yeah. It's a it's quite a long show. Uh and I could see how they could have broken that up and made it into well, I think it was like six parts. Yeah, see that would have been a little easier to handle for me. If I could but oh well. We kind of spur of the moment we're like, let's do a Street Fighter one. Yes, so, spur of the moment. So I would give this I'll give it four to five ghosts. No thoughts about it. Nearly perfect. Five? The music was actually really well done in it. Everything in it was well done. It was done for such a low budget that it's insane. Like, this is a great movie. Yeah. I like, can't stress that enough. Like, you can put this Street Fighter on and the other Street Fighter on. And this Street Fighter wins. <laughs> there's, there's no terrible... Well, there's some iffy acting it still doesn't matter the acting's better the origin story like the relationship yes. if you want to take the video game story and adapt it it's like oh, dead on spot on spot on that was a good thing i'll give it a a three so it gets a 3.5 average aggregate from us so i would say if if you had to pick between hot garbage or a, a half decent movie i would take this one a million times over if you are a fan or have any passing interest in street fighter or just the origins of ken and ryu if that's what you want or interested in and go ken and goki and akuma i would recommend this like if, hands down if you even just want to check out a cool martial arts movies maybe you're not into you don't follow street fighter stories and stuff but if you want a cool martial arts movie this was pretty cool damn jocks and they're not playing video games uh, well hey it happens uh, so that would be our review for Street Fighter Fist of the Assassin. Assassin's Fist. Assassin's Fist. And the Assassin's Fist is actually the Haruken. Isn't the Satsumi no Haru? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, there's one more Street Fighter movie. Well, there's Just, there's a bunch more that are animated, but we're going to talk about... The live action... Chun-Li movie chung shit movie <laughs> well how do you feel about that movie i've only seen like 70 percent of it my dad was watching it and i was like why is bison a real estate development or and he doesn't have a uniform and he's just a guy in a suit it literally it makes no sense they just jump back and forth and there's flashbacks i think i watched the whole thing like a long does time she ago. ever dress up in the chen Li uniform no she never gets into it i don't think and if she does it's maybe for just a moment. And like, who wanted this movie? Who really? made this movie? If you wanted this movie, please write in. Or to... text us and explain why you wanted yeah. it or enjoyed it. Yeah, like, send us a message on Twitter. It better not just be a cheesecake answer because there's lots of cheesecake. Yeah, send it Twitter. But if we it's have... beefcake, I know the actor plays bison. I totally understand. Yeah, we have a we have a Gmail, which is bnsawesomepodcast at gmail.com. Send us a message and just be like, oh yeah, I love this movie. It was great. I love and I, the actor who plays Bison. He's I so manly. I will send you a picture of my asshole because there's no way this movie's good. <laughs> the actors probably like are oh like what's his face? Gomez Adams was is probably like, oh, I thought I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. John Claude Van Damme's like, you know, I, I was pretty good in retrospect comparing to this. 
In retrospect, <laughs> carve works you. <laughs> it's oh oh what a hot mess. So that's it for probably our Street Fighter talk. Well, at least for today. That for was, today, it was four different. Anything else you want to say about? Um. So it was a mostly negative. It's it's Neil McDonough. Oh God! That's uh, that's that handsome man. He was just in that new one on Netflix, the ghost one. You know where they're fighting ghosts with those electromagnetic guns. Oh, uh, Spectre. I think that was it. Maybe. That was good. I liked that was. It. I heard that was really good. My dad watched all. I watched like the last couple episodes, and I was like, "This is pretty good." Yeah. Considering it's Netflix, it's it's no Bojack Horseman, but. Oh, Jack. <laughs> Bo Jingles. Okay, so now I'm going to bring up a new episode, or a new uh, part of the podcast. Are you ready for this, Bob? You have a new part you didn't tell me about? Wow, we should rehearse more. It's, holy shit, we got a fucking review code. What? That's right. So, uh, I believe it's, give me one moment. I can see clearly now, rain is gone. So, uh, anyhow, as long as we're yammering on while he's waiting, I'd like to thank our equipment makers for letting us purchase their equipment. It's very high quality. I'd like to thank <laughs> Tascam for making a quality audio recorder. And I'd like to thank Rode for making a quality microphone. Like I say, I bought this stuff and I quite enjoy it. It's very good equipment. If I was an equipment review guy, I would say, nicely done. Oh, and Newer made the cables in the stands. Newer makes nice stuff at a quality price. P.S. Oh. Newer, you should send us stuff. Our address is... Okay, so I got it. It's Hinterland Studios sent us a code for a game called The Long Dark. Is this some sort of awesome survival game simulator? Maybe. Would you like to ask me some questions about it? Was this an independently produced game? Yes, and it was also made in Canada. Uh, Canada? Where's that? It's this magical land with gnomes and fairies. <laughs> do no. we live there? <laughs> I do not condone this message. <laughs> no. Uh, so I believe they're based out of Saskatchewan? <laughs> hey, you shut your mouth. You know what rhymes with Regina? Fun! <laughs> Fun! So, yeah, they were super nice. They uh, re- I reached out to them to get a review code, and they were nice enough to send us one. Uh, just one. I, I know I wanted to get two, one for Bob also. I'm going to have to buy the game because after he reviewed it, it looks that good that I'm going to buy it. So, there you go, Hinterland. You guys at least get <laughs> one of our money. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. The art for it is really neat. I've played probably about five hours of it, maybe six. Um, I checked out the survival mode. I got eaten by a bear twice. <laughs> what difficulty level were you playing at? Regular, just normal. You, and you weren't going easy? No, I, I was going to go easy. And then I was like, ah, now that I kind of got like the basics, because I started out with the story mode first. So they give you a basic run through of like, okay, pick this up, grab this. This is how you make your fires. I, I didn't get, like, super far into it. I got to a part where there was wolves, and the wolves really... They kept on beating the piss out of me. Uh, I tried to, like, hide in cars and shit, and I'd get out, and they'd eat, eat me, and... 
Oh. So, so yeah, I played, uh, like I said, probably three or four hours of the campaign. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try out survival. So last night I sat around and I played survival for, like I said, probably three hours. I got to like this light or it's like a control beacon area. So I got all the way up on top of this hill, got in there. I was like, holy shit, there's a gun in here. It's like really hard to find a gun with ammo. So I load up the gun and I go outside and lo and behold, there's a bear there. Well, I didn't know that you had to load the gun before you took a shot. So I walk outside, I aim at the bear. The bear comes charging at me. I go click, click, (laughs) click. Bear eats me. Shit. Permadeath. No, I didn't die on the first time. So he just mauled you. A bunch? He mauled me a bunch. Yeah, my health was really low. I bandaged up. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I went back inside the little control house. Oh, you have to reload your gun. Oh, okay. Maybe it'll just take one shot to kill him. Go back outside. Health's all up. Shoot him. Shoot him again. Bear mauls me. You are dead. Permadeath. Permadeath. Dead. All my stuff was gone. I was so mad. But, but you're it, still playing it. But I'm still playing it. It, uh, it's it's pretty fun. There's like frozen bodies and shit. Like it's like a post-apoc. It, it's really weird. There's a lot of dead bodies around, and you're going, "Why is there so many dead bodies?" Well, that's, that's just how things are in Saskatchewan. Didn't you know that? I could see that. I've been to Saskatchewan before. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we don't get that kind of thing out where we live in. That place. <laughs> you know, the, the place with all the mountains and all the trees. You yeah, know. Mountain, it's, ma- it's, mountain tree land. It's, it's, on that, <laughs> it's on that one side of Canada, you know, where there's water on the other side. Yeah. That, that isn't Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you talking about there, guy? <laughs> so, I had a lot of fun. Feel free to ask me some questions about it, Bob. What are the prospects of more DLC in the future, you believe? Uh, they released a thing that... Uh, the first story mode, there'll be another one. I, I was looking on their Twitter. Uh, I went and I followed them on Twitter. And I'm going to tag them in this when we re- release the podcast. Because if somebody's nice enough to give us a code, I'm going to suck their dick. Yeah, we before we did this, we kind of... I wasn't sure if he's going to do it on this one or the next one. But he's been talking about a lot of dick sucking. It's... It's pretty weird considering, hey, you know. <laughs> it's it's super nice when like I said, if somebody's willing to give us a code and like hey, like we're going to give you a chance, it means a ton to us. Like it's we pay for our games full price 99 well 90% of the time now. I'm still 100%. <laughs> well, hey, <laughs> there is another we we ended up getting another one and you had have the chance to take that code. He's going to be down to 80% also. I'm not playing this game. I'm saying right now, thank you for the review code, but it's just not my style. Thank you very much for the review code you gave to Scotty. (laughs) Uh, So they take like, like winter time and like turn it on its head though. Like it's fucking spooky. Sometimes like I got into another part where I was in a, like a garage so I was like, oh, well, perfect. Like, I heated up and all that. I was like, I'm going to go into the garage and I'm going to sleep there. So I go to sleep and then it's nighttime. And then I wake up and, like, all of, like, the cords in the place are, like, alive and, like, zapping me. And that's another time I died. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've literally been alive for two days in the game. And that's as far as I can get. So it might be time to move down to the lower bracket of super easy <laughs> mode. They, they, the art style is really cool with it though. They do like, how do you even explain it? Cell shading kind of. Yeah. And they have like snowstorms and like the wind affects your like coldness. So like if there's like a really so it's a winter survival simulator. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to get at. It's super cool, and uh, I like I I'll, I'm gonna beat it into the bush. We really want to thank the guys at Hinterland. Hinterland? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. It's a quality game from me watching him play yeah. with it. For the yeah, for the whatever it is. Yeah, we. It's, I think it's on sale right now for thirty four ninety nine. So. I think that was only gone for five days now, so if I'm going to buy it at the lower price, I should buy it pretty quick. Probably buy it pretty quick. And <laughs> it's then, on sale right now. Buy it now. <laughs> buy this now, because you won't get it, because this podcast won't be out for another week or so. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else you want to talk about today? Um, just like I said, we've got a few things to talk about on these podcasts that fulfilled our... Street Fighter adaptation obligation. Yeah. We're going to be reviewing more in the future, and uh, who knows, we might do more theme episodes where we keep a basic theme for most of it. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to say, like, if you guys want to write in, or, like, you have a suggestion for the show. Or any questions. Or, yeah, if you want to ask us, hey, what color socks does Bob wear? They're black. They're always black. I only wear black socks. Black shoot like a, my heart. Shoot us a message on uh, Twitter. Which is uh, BNS Awesome Pod, or Gmail is BNS Awesome Podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you have any complaints, you can also issue them. We might not listen, though. We're kind of, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you have them and you want to be heard, contact us. We'd be delighted to hear your input. Another thing, I stream on Mixer every once in a while. Uh, you can follow me at inked, I N K. 3D guy G-U-I on Mixer and yeah I I don't stream a shit ton like I'm not one of those professional streamers but I do hop on there and I interact with chat uh, so if you want to check me out there um, so I think we're going to call that an episode that would be episode 3 of BNS Awesome Podcast Bob you want to send us out I'm Bob, and this is BNS Awesome Podcast, signing off. Penises. (laughs) I gotta be like that!